When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, Anthony on Air podcast, brand new episode. And the question of the day Have you received your stimulus? Are you stimulated? Frankie C, special guest co host, back in the saddle again. How are you, my friend? Doing well, doing well. Nice sunny day. It's beautiful out. I'm doing the podcast. What could be wrong, you know? Right. Did you get your stimulus check yet? Uh, I did not check my mail yet because uh, I like to give it a, a little time to air out after the, the mailman drops it off. Did you? Uh, are you not a direct deposit guy? Uh, I am a direct deposit guy. I did not check. Oh I will goodness. check, though. I did not check before the show. I will check later on, though. This uh, started happening just prior to the show. I actually saw one of these last night. Then I saw another one this morning, then two more this afternoon. Supposedly, people are getting millions of dollars in their uh, direct deposit. Um, but it's not, you know, it, they're, they're not really getting the millions of dollars. We go down to uh, Florida for this story here um, of a woman that received three and a half million, I think, at first, and then eventually eight and a half million dollars in her bank account. Instead of the 12 hundo, we're all supposed to be getting. ATM pulling out her economic stimulus money. Diana Iaguli getting quite the surprise. We happened to see the one receipt for um, the 3500000 which I have. And we kind of ignored it, kind of thought maybe it was a glitch in the system. Not thinking too much about it till this morning. When I went back today. First of all, who... Who in their right mind could ignore three and a half? Why million would you dollars? ignore that? Why would you ignore that? What would you That's, do if you saw three and a half million dollars in your account? Honestly, if I'm being completely honest, I would call the bank and, and tell them uh, there was something going on. I wouldn't be the jerk. That's like, all right, I'm going to just withdraw a few million before they figure out their mistake. Cause no, that feels like it you're was gonna a get shot caught. at me. That feels like a little bit of a shot at me just there. It's a shot at whoever the jerk is. Well, that, see, that's not nice because I would <laughs> I would have ordered well, up the jet skis. <laughs> I would have been Don't like be round, rounded jet skis on me. Let's go down to the lake. Yeah, let's all uh, let's go, go to jail because you're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> you all right. Be honest, and I want to know in the comments what you would do if you found the three million dollars in your bank account. Uh, also, want to know if you got your stimulus yet, because it seems like some people got it and some people didn't. Um, well, he's got to put his signature on it. So that's what's you know. That's the other big story today that Trump wants to put his name on it. Anyway, um, I want to know if people would. Here would be this. Uh, Here's I don't know what I would do, but the idea of maybe and possibly moving it into one of my other accounts, like I wouldn't go out and buy jet skis right away, but 
the idea of moving maybe a mill or two over to another account just to kind of wait and see what happens be like oh i didn't that's, know wasn't sure is that illegal i don't know if that's legal who knows what's legal or not i mean the money just shows up in your account listen to what this yeah, woman did down in florida though this is crazy what did she do do the 20 dollars and uh it went up to i think eight million I think 500,000. So she went into her council at three and a half million. Then she's like, I need 20 bucks and noticed that it went up to $8.5 million. And uh, I was, I said, boy, there is more in it today than yesterday. And so then my husband just said, he says, boy, and we're eating bread and, uh, bread and water. <laughs> Diana is retired. Her husband furloughed from his job at a local restaurant. A cool $8.5 million would have come in handy. Pay my rent, <laughs> pay the electric and water, and uh, fix the car. Yeah. Her bank alerting her on her phone when she withdrew the last $100 of her real stimulus money this morning. And my phone went off. Ah, you know. That fairy tale went out the window. <laughs> so. A new ATM receipt confirming that, showing just a penny left. Clearly, there'd been a malfunction with the ATM she'd been using, yeah. but that didn't stop her. So she. So they robbed her. So they robbed her. <laughs> they took no, out all of her money. She she didn't have a lot of money to begin with, which is the crazy I'm sure part. She had of more this. than a penny. No, 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 because she had to take the money out. She was paying her bills. So they put the money yeah. in. They didn't rob her. They put the money in. They realized the error. They took the eight and a half million out. Um, that, that's even if the money was in there. I mean, all this is just transactional on a sheet. So they could have just fixed the. Th you know, they could have just fixed so, it. Uh, you're saying that she had a bank account of twenty dollars, and she took out the twenty, making thinking that she was going to have zero left. Right. She she checked her account. Three million. She checked it again to take out twenty dollars, eight and a half million, and then she went and paid a bill, and then that's when right. it was confirmed that she had a penny left in her account. But wait, making someone else's day, a young nurse wearing scrubs, picking up diapers and baby food at Walmart early this morning. I know the customer service, the manager there. I says, I need you to take her at register five because I want to pay for all her things. And it made me happy to do that, even though I don't have $8 million, but you should have saw her face. And she kept saying, thank you. And she told me she knew that money wasn't really in her account, but it was just fun to see that 8.5. You better believe it was fun. So she has no money, yet she still went ahead and paid for a nurse's uh, diapers, paid paid for a nurse's bill at Walmart. That That is amazing. That's something... That Isn't a hero that, does. That's right. That's good stuff. It's just incredible. Yeah. So this was. I thought they took. They put in eight million and they took out everything. Like yeah. I thought. Like they took out the eight million that they messed up and the rest of her stuff too. No, no, they didn't. Okay, she, so they, just, so the checking account was okay. I got it. Yeah, it was all basically there. But it's like it's so it's it, it's a it's a harsh reminder for for everybody too. I think because you know people don't realize like how bad a shape some people are in and living paycheck to paycheck. And even like I feel like a lot of Americans are. Even the ones that are doing well, that have nice cars and go on vacations, they're still kind of living 
paycheck to paycheck. You know, they don't have a ton. I think there was something yeah. like people, the, like the average American has a few hundred dollars in their savings account. Yeah, you rely on that. I mean, you depend on it. You have to live your life assuming you're getting that check, your paycheck. And yeah. once that stops, your life completely goes upside down. What are you supposed to do? Yeah, so that 12 hundo is really going to come in handy for a lot of people. But uh, I found it fascinating because when I started seeing that story pop up over and over and over again, I'm like, is this a scam or something? Like, what what is happening? But it's just, right. you know, it's the it's people making mistakes in the IRS. And I was reading some of the comments are like, how could the IRS do this? It's like the IRS is made up of people, dude. Like, how many mistakes people do you make up. at a day at work? You know, you make mistakes. It happens. What are you going to do? That's a big one, though. <laughs> I mean, I can understand maybe her getting twice the amount. Yeah. You know, 2400 But in millions, how does that go down? That is a big one, and it is, uh, is kind of crazy. I don't want to spend too much time on this, but Forbes found a loophole in the CARES Act, which is the Coronavirus Aid Relief and Economic Security Act. That's basically what's providing the 12 honey. And where all this money is coming from. When you combine um, something, when you combine a provision in the CARES Act with the tax uh, codes that the Republicans and President Trump passed, what was it, last year or the year before? I think it was 2016. 2018. 2018. I'm sorry, you're right, 2018. Um, it basically opens up a window for certain people. And I don't want to get too much into the weeds with this, but it has to do with pass through. Um, uh, there's like a pass through tax thing. If you have like a business that has a pass through, I don't know. I didn't understand it all entirely, but basically some people who are making over a million dollars because of the CARES Act are going to walk away with $1.7 million in tax refunds. <sighs> No, there's um, nothing, nothing corrupt going on. Yeah, I everything, mean... Everything that happens, I'm sorry. I was just... Uh, everything. There's not a good thing that you could look at and go, this is 100% good. Yeah. There's always some... There is, there is always something. They're estimating around 43,000 people are going to benefit, benefit from this. I'll read you the passage here. And again, this is from Forbes. For those earning a million dollars annually, a tax break buried in the recent coronavirus relief legislation is so generous that its total cost is more than total new funding for all hospitals in America and more than the total provided to all state and local governments. Someone wrongly seized on this health emergency to reward ultra-rich beneficiaries, likely including the Trump family with a tax loophole not available to middle-class families. This net operating loss loophole is a loser that should be repealed. Analysis by the JCT showed uh, in just how skewed a fashion the tax provision benefits the wealthy. It found that 82% of the benefits of the policy go to about 43,000 taxpayers who earn a million dollars annually. So not everybody will get $1.7 million. Some people will get less, but some people out of that 43,000 people will get more. Um, yeah, either so way, the average. that's, yeah, so it's 1.7 million is the average. Either way, this should be fixed immediately. Uh, yeah. And the weird thing is, is I know they shout out Trump on this one, but... 
I don't, like I don't I don't think he's no. even petty enough. He can't because he guaranteed number one he didn't read it. He didn't exactly exactly number I, two the, the the Congress wrote it. It's not Trump right. didn't write it right. And the bigger the bigger issue here is it's forty three thousand people. It's not who cares about one person. It's forty three thousand people. Like you got to put a stop to that because that money could be useful everywhere else um yes. out here by me frankie c the hospital out here by me somebody just anonymously donated a million dollars to go straight wow. to all the workers in the hospital like not for a building not for ppe just here's a milli right right off the that top is incredible to be to be whacked out full between full-time and part-time employees Everybody's going to get their percentage. I thought that was incredible. That's amazing. Yeah. That's, that's wonderful. Yeah, that's really cool. Shout out to that person, whoever did that. Thank you very much for that. That's amazing. Uh, and more, Need more of that. More stories like that. Please. More stories like that for sure. And more fun news. Did you hear about the Mandalorian? Did you hear about this? I heard about. Uh, no, all I know is that season three is coming in the fall. I don't know. Okay. I, I really don't know the latest news on Mandalorian. Latest breaking news on the Mandalorian. May 4th. This May 4th. A couple weeks away. May Star Wars Day. be with you. Star Wars Day. Absolutely. Uh, Disney Plus is going to release eight episodes of a behind-the-scenes look at the Mandalorian so far. So it's going to be like a making of the Mandalorian. Nice. Eight episodes... John Favreau is obviously going to be featured in it, hosting it, whatever it is. I don't know. He's going to be the big, you know, obviously he's the guy behind it. Um, and uh, that is coming to Disney Plus on May 4th. So we got a lot of good content coming here in a couple. That is of awesome. Are you excited about this? You watching that? Because I love I, behind the scenes have. stuff. Have you seen The Mandalorian? I've never seen The Mandalorian, but I am obsessed with Favreau and I obviously love Disney. So I'm more inclined to actually watch the behind the scenes than the actual series. Right. I don't know what I expected. I know you're not a Star Wars guy, but this show, outside of the movies, stands alone as a good just series. It's it's by itself. If you're not into Star Wars, I mean, obviously it helps to be into Star Wars, but if you're not into it, this is still a good series. So I can go into this cold and blind and and still yeah. know what's going on and enjoy the show. Yeah, there are things here and there that if you were a fan of the sh of the movies, then you're going to get it faster, and mm -hmm. you'll you'll know little things here and there, the names of certain things or or where origins of stuff. But you don't have to have that stuff. All right, good to know. May fourth, this comes out. I'm just excited about content too. I'm just excited that people are just like understanding and recognizing that there's an issue in the world and we need to be entertained and they're just jumping on yeah. board with like, here's some stuff to watch. So, and especially if you can please the star Wars fans, which goes, you know, it's about, I would say 93% of the population of the world is a star Wars fan. So something like yeah. this is going to be super helpful and like keeping everybody calm and keeping everybody moving, which I like. Um, I love the next story. I don't know if you saw this, Frankie C, but <laughs> I did. Amy Schumer legit changed the name of her kid 
And the reason why she did is absolutely hilarious. It's a good reason. It is a good reason. And you know what? I was expecting more from her being a stand-up comic because they tend to be super in tuned to, uh, you know, words and, you know, um, cadence and all like all that stuff goes into stand-up comedy. And she missed a big one here. Yeah. How do you not see that coming? You have to. I mean, someone. How long did she go with this name before she changed it? I think the kid's like 11 months old. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody pointed that out to her. her. Her husband or anybody close to her. So supposedly her friend's mother was the first one to figure out what the issue was and let obviously she let her daughter know. And then her daughter, who's Amy Schumer's friends, let Amy Schumer know. And so they made the, the switch. So her husband's last name is Fisher, I guess. They decided to name the son Gene. And this isn't even in the article, but I mean, anybody can see. The middle name for the kid is Attell, after Dave Attell. Dave Attell. Who Amy Schumer is quite close with. And, and, and Attell basically, not only launched her career, but he kind of, you know, everybody looks up to Attell in the comedy world. Like sure. if you're a stand-up, you worship at Attell. A lot of people that have surpassed Attell in success, and you can add Amy Schumer to this list, she's a big movie star, um, still like worship at the feet of David Tell. And Tell's I, awesome. He is hysterical and awesome. And same thing goes, I feel like Attell and Colin Quinn are in that same, you know, little realm. And uh, Underrated. Definitely underrated. Super underrated. Super funny. They're both successful. They're both, you know, doing quite fine. Nobody's worried about them. You know what I mean? But, um, you know, certainly like, you know, there's other people that are far more successful than them. Sure. But um, I like that Amy Schumer in one of her movies, she put Quinn in and Attell in, and they were both killer. They were both outstanding. I think Quinn played her dad, and Attell played. I don't know his, the movie. So, yeah, I forget what the name but, of the movie was. Yeah, you put them in anything, they're gonna they're gonna stand out. Yeah. So when you read the kid's full name, it's Gene Attell Fisher. But when you say it really fast, it sounds like genital. Yeah, I mean, 11 months, Amy. Come on. <laughs> 11 That's, months? She had no idea. <laughs> so they changed the kid's name. Now, I mean, the kid, I don't know how aware you are at 11 months, but I assume maybe you're responding to your name, right? Yeah, yes, you are. So what did they change it to? Well, they didn't change his first name. They changed his middle okay. name. So they changed it from Mattel to David, which makes a lot more sense. That's and, a little better. I mean, I see the desire. Gene David Fisher. Yeah, I see the desire to keep Attell because Attell is kind of like super unique. It's it's Dave's it last is. name. So, you know, there's not going to be any other Attells around. But instead of Gene Attell Fisher, his name is now Gene David Fisher, which certainly is a lot better. But now he does you, sound like an assassin. So You can't Gene Attell. Well, you can't do that to a kid. I mean, this, no. this is the kid's life. He's got to grow up with these names. There are people out there that name... Uh, there, there was a story I heard that someone tried to name their baby Toilet because really? of where... 
the kid was born. Yeah, he was born in the toilet. Yeah, this is a long time ago. And and the hospital said, no, you can't do that. That's child abuse. Really? We're not, we're not, you're letting you name the kid toilet. So you got to be careful with naming your kids. This is something they have to live with for the rest of their lives. I know. Seriously. There's no reason for that kind of the toilet. Wait, that person shouldn't have been allowed to even have a kid. Right? But, hey, anybody could have a kid. <laughs> I mean, that's messed up. Toilet. That always makes me think of, do you ever see the uh, the video of the woman, the guy and the girl are driving and the woman's like, I'm going to have the baby. And he's like, no, we're almost at the hospital. And she's like, too late. And she just spreads her leg. Yep. And he yanks the kid. Ooh. Oh, God. Oh, oh God. that That is that one is tough lady. Insane. That like, is a tough lady. I like how the guy, and not to take anything away from the guy, because he is driving the car and filming at the same time, so he is multitasking. Oh, yeah, he's doing the hard part. <laughs> but you can't take it away from her. She really... She's giving know. birth in a passenger seat of a, a moving car. She's by herself. I'm going to say this, and I don't want to offend anybody, but... Power through it. Uh, uh, yeah. She makes it look so easy... That That's you kind true. of wonder what everybody else is like. What's the what? <laughs> what is your maybe problem? that she's in the right position? She probably discovered <laughs> the correct position for childbirth is yeah. sitting down in a in a in an Oldsmobile. Who the, who the hell knows? Because I got to be honest with you, like I was in the room with my wife. You know, uh, well, for my son was a natural. My daughter was a C-section, so that, that's a different thing. But for the natural, like it was incredibly uh, difficult and I'm holding legs and she's breathing. This woman in the car is like, I hate to ruin your Camry, but this is happening. And just she's like, yeah, it, it looked like out. it looked like she was like grabbing a water bottle that rolled under the seat. <laughs> <laughs> she just leaned forward, reached down and there was the baby. <laughs> but it makes you think like maybe like. Are we not doing it right? Like, I feel like we should be studying this woman to learn, like, how did she? She's a, a modern day miracle. I don't know she how she really is. No, yeah. no huffing and puffing. I don't think. Right. Maybe a little. But I mean, she she was ready. I don't know if it was her first kid. Maybe after a couple. It's easier. It just happens faster. Yeah, that, maybe that is true. They, they, they do say but, that. Didn't seem like she was in too much pain. It just bloop. Yeah. And that was it. And she really, and she like pulled it on herself. Like how many times do you see people where like they do have a baby in a weird place and they're just, they're like, you know, paralyzed. They can't do anything. She was just like, I got it. No problem. I guess yeah, it just especially goes back with you, like in the, in a doctor's office and in the, in the, the surgery, in the, you know, the hospital room and they got all these lights and it's like 11 people probably. And there's monitors. This was in a car. There was nothing, and the kid's probably fine. Yeah, it it was. You know, maybe there's like a, a band aid stuck to its head from the floor of the seat, but that's you know, <laughs> that's life. That's what happens. I know. If that was if that was my wife in my car, the first thing that kid would have saw is a Gatorade bottle. That's literally. There's always a Gatorade bottle on the floor of my car. I don't know why. Chances are the kid's got to replenish some electrolytes after that journey yeah. anyway. So yeah, you never know. But it, it made me feel like I did have that like what the hell moment because. For my son, it was so difficult. Like there was so much. Like I said, there were like you said, there's people in the room. My wife completely like 
passed down for a second because they, you know, they gave her the, it's a long story, but it, there was all these things that happened and the monitors and all. And I'm, I kind of like want to go back into the hospital and show them that video and be like, what, how come we didn't get this? What happened? <laughs> this is what I wanted. Yeah. This what is what we doing? ordered. <laughs> we, we ordered the number two in the Camry quick, easy. Uh, next time, just go to your car. I bet it's the way she was like sitting or something and she probably had like 10 kids before that and it was like routine. I mean, it's just insane. But I, I think it goes back to that like there's a there's weird things about human beings where we will just rise to any occasion. You know, like True. There is one thing that happened a few weeks ago where it was another case where some dude got run over in the city by an SUV and literally like 40 people came running over and lifted up an SUV, just picked it up and they dragged the guy out. Like, yeah, that's awesome. I mean, you just see all these like instances where people will just rot. Like they just will do something that is unfathomable. We'll do something that's really difficult. (laughs) Do you ever see if you, it's on YouTube and I'm sure a lot of people have seen it, but that, video of the person stuck between the train and the platform and like hundreds of people just push the train mm-hmm. and it, the train literally tilts wow. so that they can get the person out. That, that is pretty cool. I, it's amazing thing. All of a sudden, all these people just rush to the side of the train and start pushing it. Yeah. And they tilt the train over so they can get the person out from underneath. I mean, it takes the same, like the same strength that all those people needed. Like it, like that's what that woman needed to do just to kind of grab that baby because that's, yeah, not only did she give birth, but she caught it and like was able to handle yeah everything after that. You think you'd be in the worst kind of pain and you just don't want to look at any, you know, you just, I guess they went to the hospital after, but. Like I said, I, I've, I've seen it for myself. Like you can't do, you can't do anything. And how many times have you seen it? Like I've seen, like, you know, I've seen it like not myself, but but you watch it. And it's like, people are like, you know, screaming. Yeah. It's so difficult. She made it look like no big deal. (laughs) Looks like she was taking like her socks off. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Maybe. Seth, Seth, I know. Think about that. The next time you go and try and tie your shoe and you don't lose your breath. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, when did from time my own shoe? This woman's catching a baby. Um, Seth Meyers' wife, she had a baby. I think the first one was like in a taxi cab, and the second one was like in the lobby in, of their building, right? That's right. I don't know if the, yeah, it, that definitely happened. I don't know which one it was, but yeah, yeah, they had it in the lobby. She was like, a baby's coming now. Now. <laughs> and, and he said it's the same thing. Like, I guess some people are just prone to like, you know, they, they just, it they have like a, you know, their delivery, their labor is like 20 minutes and that's it. That's all you're getting is like 20 minutes, you know. For those just tuning in, this is two guys talking about uh, how difficult it must be for a woman to give birth. An issue we know, you know, yeah. we could not relate to other than witnessing it from from the sidelines. Yeah. Very so sidelines. This take this, been a, all this with a grain of salt. This would have been a good one to have Janine on for. Not, not yesterday's show. This one for sure. Yes. Um, John Krasinski, speaking of Disney, John Krasinski from The Office is in talks and has been having secret meetings with Kevin Feig, 
who is basically the mastermind behind the entire Marvel universe. He's the guy that makes it all go. Um, and uh, they are talking about an undisclosed project. Now, something that I didn't know about until recently when John Krasinski was on Ellen, did you know this, Frankie C? He was up for the role of Captain America. I did know that. You did? And um, I, I have to say Chris Evans was an amazing choice for Captain America. I, I can't really see John Krasinski as Captain America. I, I don't know why. I just, he doesn't seem like, he would be good for it. Yeah, it's weird because, like, I think everybody sees him as, you know, Jim from The Office, you know? Yeah. But he also got super buff and and all in action mode for the Jack Ryan series, which is on Amazon, which I still haven't seen, but I'm dying to watch because I love Jack Ryan. I love that whole folklore. Um, I don't know. But he I, still has that uh, that goofy kind of pudgy lower half of his face True. that just doesn't scream superhero to me why are you picking him the lower you know what half I mean? of his face oh he's a great guy i'm sure he's wonderful but he, just the look he doesn't have the right look for captain america yeah I but think, that was personally. an odd that was an odd you really you honed in on the lower face and i'm wondering why that's a, that was because a i thought of him as captain america when i heard about the news I, I knew i know what he looks like i know what chris evans looks like mm. and i just pictured him as captain america and i just see jim with his goofy you know, smirk that he gives the camera every every twenty seconds. That's the thing; you'd have to have an entire movie where he doesn't look anywhere near the camera because it'll just no. take all the office people right out of it. Um, but yeah, he yeah. said he said on Ellen that he actually was putting the suit on when really Chris Hemsworth walked by, and he was all like jacked. He, he was all in like Thor mode, and Chris Hemsworth walked by. And he was like struggling to put the suit on, and he was like, "Hey, mate!" And he was like, "Okay, I don't have a shot at this." And and he didn't, <laughs> he didn't get it at all. Wait a minute, Chris Hem, why why would that stop him? Because like Hemsworth was all like jacked up, like for Thor, you know, and and the Captain America has got to be pretty jacked too. And he oh, was so like, he didn't think he was jacked enough. Yeah, he didn't think he was all jacked up enough. And then Chris Evans eventually wound up getting it. And Chris Evans is great at it, though. He's a really good Captain America. I like him. I, he's he's a great actor. Did you see him in Knives Out? He was great in that. I didn't see Knives Out yet. No, I'm, I'm dying to see that one, too. Everybody says that one's really good. Now, there's this new thing coming out, I think, on Netflix or Hulu. Him and, like a, like, a murder mystery, and he's trying to figure out. He's the dad, and I think... His son is is accused of murdering another student or something, mm-hmm. and it's like this series. I guess I don't know how many episodes, but it's Chris Evans is doing it, or or Chris Evans. Chris Evans is doing it. Yeah, yeah, I like. It Chris looks Evans. really good. But but you know you you brought up a good point because I had the concern too about goofiness. But then you have Deadpool, so I feel like you know we we're, we're kind of yeah, but it doesn't look goofy. He acts goofy. Also, Ant Man was kind of like a little, like on the a little on the goofier side of things. Yeah, but I almost feel like anybody. No hate uh, towards uh, what's his face, Ant Man. Um. Yep. Him. Yep. No hate towards him. <laughs> I don't know why I'm blanking on his name, but he was great. But I feel like almost any 
actor can play Ant-Man because there's no expectation for Ant-Man, really. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Captain America is a little more popular and a little more set in some people's minds. Like Wolverine. You, there's only a certain amount of people that can play Wolverine. You're right. I get what you're saying. No, nobody knew who the hell, Paul Rudd, by the way, nobody knew who Paul the Rudd. hell Ant-Man <laughs> was, really, for the most part. Right. Anybody could be Ant-Man. It doesn't, you know, just a, a normal-looking guy. Can be I Ant-Man. mean, to be honest with you, Ant-Man was just as much of a surprise to me that they were even making it as much as Iron Man was when they first announced that. 12 years ago or whenever the hell it was, you know, he was when, surprised by Iron Man. Everybody was when, when, when it was like, Hey, we're going to make a, a we're going to go into the Marvel universe and make a movie. They bypassed Spider-Man. They bypassed X-Men. Like they bypassed a lot of properties that kind of already well, had to be fair, proven ground. Spider-Man and Spider-Man and X-Men were done a couple of times. Right, but that hasn't stopped them from making. There's been more Spider-Man That's movies true. than Batman movies, like in the last fifteen, twenty it's, years. We've had like three Spider-Men in, in a span of like five years. Yeah, we've had a lot. Like that. Yeah, we've had a lot of them. And it was funny too because I was like, "Oh, Tobey Maguire is pretty good," but then you see some of the other ones, you're like, "Holy crap, Tobey Maguire kind of yeah. sucked." You yeah, know? you just need a, a young-looking dude <laughs> that can, you know, kind of athletic, and you yeah. got Spider-Man. Yeah, but so anyway, but like, yes, Iron Man was a surprise and a lot of people didn't even want to put the money behind it because they were kind of like, nobody cares about about Iron Man Man." (laughs) and nobody did nowadays. Right. Sorry. Nowadays, it just seems like, of course, Iron Man Iron Man is huge. He's the biggest character out there. But yeah, yeah, you're right. 12 years ago. Iron Man. Yeah, it's so true. And that's why, like, and then hit after hit after hit, and they were like, oh, Ant-Man. And I was like, holy crap, they are scraping at the bottom of the barrel. And then I watched it, and it was like, you know, it was pretty good. It wasn't bad, you know? They are good. I think they need to do uh, a new Hulk movie because they haven't had a standalone uh, Hulk movie with Mark Ruffalo yet. Has he never gotten, there's not a, a Hulk movie with Mark Ruffalo? I thought there was. There's one. No. There no, one? there's two Hulk movies that came before the whole, you know, Avengers stuff. And the first one was Eric Banner. Uh, Eric Banner. And yeah. then it was um, hit me with it. American History X guy. Yeah. Yeah. Norton. Edward Norton. Edward Norton. Yeah. And he was supposed to be the ongoing Hulk throughout the whole thing. Is that right? And he dropped out. Yeah. And then they brought in Mark Ruffalo. Why did he drop out? That I don't know. But I, either he, I'm pretty sure he dropped out, but maybe they got rid of him, but I'm pretty sure he left. I don't know why. It's so crazy, this whole thing, because they have such huge actors, and all of them had to commit to this 10-year process, and that never, ever happens. Yeah, imagine coordinating those schedules of, like, what, a dozen major actors like, yeah if we have to get them all in one spot for this amount of time to shoot it's got to be a nightmare to make these things a nightmare i mean i can't even imagine being a producer on that film trying to figure that out with all the and because all those guys work a ton and and put out a ton of movies and and tv shows and yeah that's why they get uh, the big bucks because marvel you, you show up for that one 
now you do but in the beginning it was uh you know even after the success of iron man it was still a gamble for iron man too uh this is trending right now hashtag obama commencement 2020 this young kid sent a tweet out hi barack obama like most high school and college seniors i'm saddened by the loss of milestone events prom and graduation in an unprecedented time, it would give us great comfort to hear your voice. We ask you to consider giving a national commencement speech to the class of 2020. Kind of a stroke of genius from this kid, Lincoln, to identify a need right now and be like, hey, we could have one person speak up and do this thing. And who better than Barack Obama? Now, I don't know if Barack would have been my first choice. You know, I would have went with Paul Rudd, to be Tom honest Hanks. with you. you know, Paul Rudd. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that. I would have definitely went with Hanks. You're right. Um, who would you go with if you can have any? Not to take anything away from Obama. He's going to be great. But Obama would be amazing. would be great. that speech. Yeah, of course. Um, who would I pick for that? Yeah. I mean, besides us, <laughs> I wouldn't want to hear from uh, uh, I don't know. So it has to be a good someone that speaks well. Should it be an actor? I mean, it doesn't have to be. Me, I'm always going to go for fun. like Will Ferrell. Like, I, you know, Will Ferrell's yeah. done some hilarious commencement speeches. If you have time, but the national one for 2020. I know it's such a big, such a big, big one, thing. Man. You got to pick like the person. Like if the I'm right guy, right or a woman. Yeah, if I'm Obama right now, I'm I'm hiring a couple of writers. You know what I mean? Because yeah. this has gotta be heartwarming and optimistic and encouraging. But there better be a couple of laughs in there or else you're gonna especially up at the front like I'm calling Kevin Hart. I mean like, hey, I gotta get some stuff down, like call every stand-up comic you know easily you can get your hands on easily and just get them in a room yeah completely so i i, I don't know who would be my my go-to commencement speech who was your commencement uh, maybe, speaker i bet you don't even remember <laughs> who was my commencement oh man i mean like if you asked me yesterday i probably would come up with it but now that I'm in front of a, uh, a camera. I can't think of it. Yeah, I have no idea who mine was. I actually remember my cousins more. It was John Stossel. And I don't know why that stuck with me. But I remember what? John Stossel from 2020 delivering a commencement speech in Scranton, what Pennsylvania. The? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like we had someone big, but I can't think of who it was. It was like a either a governor or a former someone or other. I can't think of it, but it was someone big. And see, this is my point. Like, if you get the governor, right, if you get the senator, you know, that's a big coup for a lot of colleges and universities. And that's a big deal for people because, you know, everybody, grandma and grandpa's coming, aunts and uncles are coming. And, oh, okay, they know governor so-and-so, right? So uh, getting a governor or a senator or something like that's a big win for a university at graduation. But is, like... Like, be honest, like, who wants the politician? And this is my knock with Obama. Who wants the politician if you can get anybody you want? Like, if you could get anybody right. you want, I bet you the politician loses every time. I'd want uh, Iron Man, Robert Downey Jr. Robert Downey Jr. would come up it. there with his sunglasses and his suit 
and just like give you know like if you've seen the Iron Man movies, whenever he gives a speech in front of huge crowds, it gets them crazy. You know, yeah. But do you want nuts. do you want Robert Downey Jr. or do you want Tony Stark? Like, do you want him to be in character? I feel like they're not uh, too too far apart. I feel yeah. like you're gonna get because whenever I see Robert Downey Jr. on these like whatever he posts videos like on Instagram or whatever, he's kind of has that uh, that. He's acting a little, I don't know, like a ham. You know, he's out there. So that I want that cool, like Tony Stark-esque speech. He comes out there with his, his big, you know, uh, all souped-up computer glasses, and, mm. and he just rocks the place. Maybe he flies in on a drone or something. I just, uh, I was like, who would I want? So I'm like, let me Google most inspiring people. And from it came up. I don't know who this is. O O M. O O O M came up with the most inspiring, the world's most inspiring people. And it's a hundred women who are inspiring. And number one is Greta Thunberg. Who gives a rat's ass about Greta Thunberg? See, that's what's crazy about coronavirus. Like, I'm not not dumping on Greta. Like, I, I, I was digging what she was doing. Like, you kind of dumped on Greta. No, but like a little, no, like, Two months ago, like a little girl kind of like getting the conversation going. And for whatever reason, she has that it quality that people honed in on and it got some heat and some traction and good for her. But now we're in the world we're in now. And it's like, who cares? Like that was so like, this is your list now. This list sucks, you know, because you have Greta Thunberg who's done nothing like everybody else. Jane Fonda, Michelle Obama, like everybody else is more inspiring than than the number one choice on that list. So that list did not age well. Maybe she shouldn't be number one, but she should be on that list. She's done some cool stuff. She yeah. spoke in, in front of years, so many different in organizations. Two years, you're not going to remember who the hell that person was. I just like you can't remember who your commencement speaker is. It was like one day. <laughs> Greta Thunberg's been around for a while. Greta Thunberg is good, but she's no John Stossel. I'll just say that. So I'm That's just going to leave it at that. <laughs> Who is, though? <laughs> John Stossel. Um, I, okay, you know what? This is going to be weird. You know who I would like? Who would you like? Here's some good here's some people. Oprah, Elon Musk, Barack Obama, Michael Jordan, Ellen DeGeneres, Jim Carrey. Uh, motivational people, Tony Robbins, Richard Branson. You know who I think would be outstanding? Bob Iger. Bob? Bob Iger, the guy who ran Disney for the last, like, 20 years. Okay. That guy would be successful. Yeah, he's successful, but how... You need someone inspiring and, like, a powerhouse. Like, nobody knows him from this you know i don't know what he looks like i don't know any i don't know anything about him people know him he's a big deal i feel like he's not popular enough he's a big deal he's a huge deal he's a big you know he runs one of the biggest companies in the world but who wants to hear him talk about anything (laughs) i just i I don't want to i think he'd be good i think he'd be be okay but i feel like you need someone that's gonna put some butts in the seats I get what you're saying. There's more. Ins- there's more popular people. Right. Um, this would be weird, but I think The Rock would be good. Oh, The Rock would be great. He'd be really I'd good. Love at to it. see him. And he would know how to yeah. walk into the place. And let's not discount an entrance. 
That is key. You know, you you could you got him or you lose him with the entrance, man. Mm-hmm. The Rock brings him in every time. And then he takes the glasses off and does the eye thing. That you know, people go crazy for that. They'll love that. Yeah, you got they the will whole. Love that. I can only do it on the right side, not the left. I look like I'm about to give birth in a car in a Toyota when I do it on the left side. You, you look like you need to be taken to a hospital. <laughs> so did maybe you come we should have with... like a. a I, here's a good idea. What about a group of people that go one at a time, like no doctors, a few nurses, firefighters, people that are inspiring? No, I don't like it. Okay, got to be one person. I just what about thought, the clown from it. I just thought you know who no you know who's hot right now is Fauci. I don't know if Fauci would be good, but uh, as a speaker, maybe. I mean, if someone writes it, for, you know. He would need help. He would need a lot of writers. He would need some help. Yeah. yeah. He can't just go off the cuff. But uh, but he's he an inspirational dude. Totally. I mean. Okay. Do you see what I'm saying into... now? Where's Greta Thunberg on this friggin' list? I mean, he, you know what I'm saying? Like, again. She's, in the, she's on the list. She's not one, but she's yeah. on the list. Yeah. Then again, I don't know if she's experienced enough. She's not old enough to be. That's what I'm saying. Uh a huge leader. She's a leader in many uh, aspects. I wouldn't say you leader. You have to give her that. I would say she kind of caught, she, she's got an it factor. She kind of caught something and she was, you know, she spurred a lot of conversation, but I wouldn't say Yeah, leader. but she knows what she's talking about. Yeah. She's not an idiot. Um, do you think, do you think there's any chance that Barack Obama doesn't do this? Uh, that's a good question. I think... I think he does it. I don't. Maybe there's a small chance, but that would be bad if he if he doesn't do this. How could you say no to this? Like you can't. I know. It's trending. He was tagged. There's no way he doesn't know what's happening. It's a huge story today. Like the only excuse he could he give, I, and I can't even say it's a good excuse. I would say maybe the other, he he just wants to step out of the spotlight or something. He doesn't want to, uh, you know. Go back in time. I don't. I don't know. That's like yeah. That's the only excuse he could come up with. But I, I don't think I, I. I. I get what you're saying. Because that's all, what else could excuse, you say? But, no, but what else could you say other than like, hey, it's not my time, you know, or I had my time in the spotlight and. Right. Because um, you are kind of. You are kind of definitely shitting on the current president Trump, and you you are to a degree shitting on Biden a little bit. Not shitting on, but like. You're taking you're taking a little bit of the heat away from Biden, which is not like a good, you know. Well, it can't be Biden or Trump. No, because no, they're running against each other, and that would right. be no, but, but they weren't asked, right? This kid asked Obama. Right. I'm saying like right. if if you're gonna if going on what your excuse is like it could be like hey I don't want to take away any steam from Joe or you know what I mean like we should get uh, Jimmy Carter up there that was he nice. 97 98 yeah I wonder if he's still building houses like is he still I could see him he being is. like to hell with the he's ordinance still building houses yeah but they stopped all non-essential construction so like, oh today yeah no yeah. probably not at the moment. I can see him out there just hammering away and being like, screw it, man. I've been through everything. I get through coronavirus. Yeah, I got I got a few years left anyway. It's, this is If I go out, I go out doing what I love. Um, I Speaking def- of people doing what they love. Go ahead. Mind if I throw this up there? Please. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We almost forgot. So 
there are some people that uh, cannot, like you and I, we, we love hockey. I'm dying for hockey, man. Oh, I, I am like noticeably missing something from my life. Like I haven't spoken to relatives or been able to hug my mom or dad. And it bothers me less than the fact that I can't watch the Islanders play. <laughs> man, I hear you. And these guys kind of feel it too. These are firefighters took to the ice during uh, quarantine times and are playing. Let's see if I can hold this up here. Yes. Yes. Hold it a little closer. That's a great shot. Close. <laughs> They're playing fully covered in, I guess, hazmat gear or some kind of gear with oxygen tanks on their backs. And they're playing a game of hockey. I don't know how this works. I mean, you got to add another 40 pounds for that for that oxygen tank. Yeah. And the goalie can't be too comfortable. No, he cannot. Rolling around on that thing. And if a puck hits that going at 90 miles an hour, <laughs> there's your, uh, you know, intermission show right there. It's like an old Bugs Bunny sketch. It's like you just go flying through the roof. But, you, know, you just see a hole. <laughs> it's almost worth it. It's almost worth it if that happens. Well, you can't hit each other, right? That's got to be a non-checking game because you, you can't. I would hope so. But it's what kind about, of... I don't even know. I didn't see if the refs are. It's, or even in this thing. It's kind of a stroke of genius to be like, hey, we're firefighters. We love hockey. We have all the equipment. We can literally quarantine ourselves and still skate around. Let's do it. And that's exactly yeah. what they did. <laughs> there is one. It looks like there's one ref and he's kind of, you know, just looks like the other guys, but he doesn't have a tank on. I don't know how he's breathing, but he's there. And it's it's a weird and there are people it looks like there are a few people in the audience too. My first thought after seeing that is how much do you think the whole whole gear how, how what are we talking about here? Because I just got a I don't know if you know this, but I just got a big fat check. So I'm kinda looking to uh Well let's let's see what we're looking at here. We got uh how much could that cost, the whole the whole shebang? Because they're they're by the way, they're all they're covered head to toe. They're wearing the whole the whole gear. I don't think. It, I mean, these are firefighters, and it looks like they're maybe using their own gear. Right. So it's not like they bought this stuff. No, it for doesn't the cost. Game. No, but I want to play in the game. How much is? What am I looking at for oh, that? Oh, I see. I think you have to volunteer as a firefighter. I bet you the hazmat suit would be better. Would be cheaper. The than the oxygen tank. Yeah. Well, the oxygen tank is going to be expensive either way. Same oxygen tank on the back of all of them, but. Right. They're wearing the firefighter gear and the other guys are kind of wearing like a hazmat suit. I bet you that hazmat suit would be cheaper. Probably. They both, I mean, they're pulling it off. I don't know how. I mean, if Dwight Schrute can afford a hazmat suit, I think I can afford a hazmat suit. I don't know how much he was getting paid, but that's true. I would love to play again. I, I can't wait. I know. When is this all over? 2000, God knows when. I kind of, ha- I kind of, you know, I kind of came, I, I was of the mindset and we'll, you know, we'll leave it here, but I was of the mindset of like, I think we'll have a summer. Like that was my thing. Like, I think we'll be back to normal in the summer. And at some point yesterday, I, I was just thinking about it and reading the news and everything. And I just completely abandoned that idea. Like it's, it's, it's not. A, you're going to be in your yard maybe, but yeah, 
Yeah, you can't go to the beach. Yeah, they're talking about closing beaches, not opening beaches for the season. You're starting to hear all these things go around. And by the way, this was how this all started to begin with. You start floating these ideas around and like even opening up the country again, the the governor of California. Okay, he was making news yesterday for reopening. So I go to read the article because it's like, oh, Governor of California, Gavin Newsom says uh, here's he ha, you know talks about a reopening plan. Go to click on it. It wasn't a reopening plan. It was basically we have to reopen slowly. Like that was essentially what was breaking news yesterday. And I'm Brilliant like, plan. yeah, and and Cuomo has been hinting at reopening the same way, but he's doing the same thing. Trump is just, he's talking about it. He was supposed to reveal who was on this reopening commission planning committee uh, yesterday. I don't think that happened. I mean, if it did, I missed it. Um, and so, like, even if that gets, like, you're, you're probably talking about something concrete being like, this is what we're going to put into place. We're probably two to three weeks away from that announcement happening, you know? Yeah let alone actually reopening anything up. So, I mean, once we have to get the vaccine, I mean, what what else, what other choice is there? Well, that was the other thing that I was thinking about too, because as I was reading about these sporting events and sports starting to come back and them playing without any people in the stands and that survey that I read not that long ago, that was like 75% of people won't even think about 75% of hardcore sports fans won't even think about buying a ticket to anything until there is a vaccine in place. And that kind of struck me pretty hard. And I was kind of like, you know what, this is, we're, we're really probably a year away from going to any big, big time events like that. I mean, we talked about it with the concerts and everything. And, you know, I still believe shutting down travel is the way to go because you look at like, oh, by the way, this is the other part. This made me laugh earlier, too. How much does your location suck completely by based off of how many people don't have coronavirus? Like there's a lot of coronavirus in New York because New York's awesome because everybody wants to come here. You look at North Dakota. Oh, 20 <laughs> people who have it it's like your your state sucks because yeah, nobody, nobody wants, wants to, to go there because <laughs> the virus doesn't even want to go there yeah vir- yeah exactly because this thing traveled by traveling and if people don't travel to- that's why like there are people like in certain states that like i don't get what all the big hubbub is because they they don't they're not seeing it at all yeah you're not getting new yorkers flying to kansas every day because <laughs> why <laughs> no offense kansas I mean, Love you, you, you've got to but. think, yes, of course, people want to be safe and don't want to get this. But at a certain point, there's probably a nice little middle class family sitting there and the husband and wife are kind of like, does this place suck that, that there's like <laughs> just nobody? And I'm sure people go there thinking, you know what, this place sucks. Nobody's going to bother me here. I'm going to be by my this is perfect for me. Yeah, true. They, they love to be in a sucky area when no one bothers them. Very, very true. And that they don't get coronavirus. That's true. That's true. People are probably looking at that as a plus. I would still be kind of like thinking like, man, my my town sucks. There's just nobody. <laughs> nobody's. But this this couldn't have been the, the, the thing that sold it for you, though. No. <laughs> no, but I just like if I was in a town where there was like literally no infections or in a city where like 
I forgot North Dakota literally has like 200 people infected. Like that that's that's nobody. You know, that's like your aunt came back with it by accident because she was visiting somebody who had it. That's that's that level. It's just kind of like I, I would I would really be thinking like my town, my city, my state really sucks because like, yeah. Agreed. Yeah, yeah, you New York. <laughs> I mean it's a twisted way to look at it, but I had that thought earlier, like, you know. Yeah, just because the show, everybody's coming in and out of here. Like, there's a reason why New York, Detroit, um, Louis, like, people are like, why Louisiana? Because cause New Orleans. going in and out of there. Yeah, because yeah, people Orleans wanted to go big. there, and that's what happened. You it's know? On, the, on the coast, there's beaches. Mardi Gras, you know, all that yep. stuff, you know, so... Um, yeah, it's just, it, it's, it's a weird statistic, but it is a statistic that you can look at. You can point to the it's places that don't have it and see how friggin' boring it is to, <laughs> to live and exist there and know that they have zero tourism. You know, that's kind of, that's kind of what's yeah, happening. Give me a ball of twine or something. Maybe people will go there. <laughs> I bet you, yeah, I bet you, you can look at coronavirus versus actual literal tumbleweed and those two things would be like yin and yang you know they would be interlocking (laughs) the more tumbleweed you have the less coronavirus you have agreed all right i could see i left you speechless (laughs) you did the tumbleweed thing did it for me i was like you know what you're not gonna beat that i don't know how i could come come back from that Last podcast, I didn't let I cut. I ended the podcast before I let you answer the coat question. This podcast, I'm going to let you answer. What's on there? You're going to let me do it? Yeah. Okay. So behind me here is a two by four, and you would appreciate this, I think, mm-hmm. autographed by Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Get out of here. Yeah. Let me, see, let me get it here. Is that a real? Okay. the pants you chose to wear? That was a mistake. It's my pajama pants. <laughs> So we got a few years ago, I went to Comic-Con in New York. Uh He was there. Me and my brother went. My brother bought this for me. Millhouse. To Frank. Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Oh. (laughs) 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 He signed it right in front of me. Mike took a picture. uh, Millhouse took a picture with him. That uh, is hilarious. Fantastic. Now, did they have the wood there to buy? Yes, he had stacks of two by fours. Did he really? He signing. Yep. That's friggin' hysterical. Isn't that? Come on, that's cool. That is great. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you what I love about that. Like other wrestlers, you don't really have like you don't have a thing to sign. That you don't have a bat. You don't have a baseball. You don't have a hockey puck. You know. Yeah, he has props. He's got the prop that's like signable. But totally. That, that's yeah, gotta, you can't get like a Jake the Snake. What he? He's not gonna hand out snakes to people. Yeah, he's not gonna Bruce sign a rubber snake. The barber's not gonna hand out scissors. Right. I bet you that's yeah, a pain in the ass though. Like everywhere he goes, he's got to have like he's got to order like some wood. <laughs> They're not light. <laughs> it's a heavy piece of wood. Yeah, that's pretty <laughs> funny. Because you could probably so you, you could probably sign a smaller piece of wood and be and be just as satisfying. But he legit has yeah, like he, the. <laughs> If you cut four. this in half, it'd be fine. Yeah. But no, this is this is the real deal. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. All right. Good background today, Frank. Thank you.